Welcome to another episode of What is Hashimoto's with Dr. Martin Rutherford. To find out more on any of our topics or for information on scheduling a consultation with Dr. Rutherford, please visit us at whatishashimoto's.com. And now, here's Dr. Rutherford. Your Hashimoto's autoimmune response stable. Okay, two, the first two things that I look at when a person comes in here with Hashimoto's is, isn't an aggressive, um, unstable Hashimoto's thyroiditis. And aggressive and stable are two different things. So aggressive will be another presentation somewhere along the way. But these influence the manner in which I attack a Hashimoto's case, and, and frankly, even an autoimmune case, but we're talking specifically about a Hashimoto's case right now, uh, significantly as to whether it's stable or not. So what's unstable? Um, an unstable Hashimoto's, first of all, usually is, is one that's, uh, here's the old, here's the old thyroid, here, here's, your, here, here's your, your immune system. Immune system's attacking this. And to varying degrees, this thyroid is getting damaged. One day I should put pictures online of a, of a clean looking thyroid section and a damaged looking thyroid section. It will blow your mind as to what it looks like and it doesn't look good. So, but some people have a little damage, some people have a lot of damage. Some people have like, like it's just like crazy getting damaged all the time. So how do you know? You know because not everybody who has an immune attack against their thyroid is, has a, is, has, is having an active attack all the time. The people who are not having an active attack, those are people who their TSHs are, I mean, they're, they're, um, they, they come in here, their antibodies may be, uh, it doesn't matter what they are. They could be low, they could be high. They could come in here, I, I one right now whose antibodies are over 2,000, which is high for those of you who may not be familiar with the range. It's like, like crazy high, range is like zero to nine. Um, but when you look at their symptoms, they're not getting heart palpitations, they're not getting anxiety for no reason at all, they're not getting insomnia, or they're getting it like very occasionally. That could lead you symptomatically to understand um, whether it's stable or not. But the real way to figure out if the person's stable is to just get their history relative to their, their, uh, their meds. And if, if, you, if you have a, a Hashimoto's case, and every three months or every six months or once a year or every year, your doctor is having to increase your medication because your thyroid stimulating hormones markers, your TSHs, the much maligned TSH marker by us mostly, by the functional medicine guys. If it keeps going up, this, is, this lets the practitioner know I, that you may not be having a lot of those symptoms, but your thyroid's getting damaged. Every year that your thyroid's getting damaged, it's getting less able to function, and your thyroid-stimulating hormone is being called upon more and more to stimulate it, so it keeps going up and up. Your doctor has to keep raising your thyroid medication so that you don't have your hair falling out and your fatigue. You have an unstable thyroid. That, that affects treatment uh, in, a, in, a, in a lot of ways. Now, this is something that you may never even have heard about. I even know 
um, of conversations I've had with other functional medicine doctors that, that were like, what does that mean, unstable? And TSH, I don't even look at that, THH, it doesn't mean anything. It, well, it's not, the, it's the, if they only just do one marker, it doesn't mean anything, but, it, but if you, it means something if you learn what it means and you can use it diagnostically. That person also, that per, for me, um, I'm gonna hit that thyroid sooner than later. Many of you have heard me talk about how we treat these things and usually the thyroid's last. You're finding all the triggers, the triggers calm down. Then if the thyroid's still not regaining function, then maybe we'll do some herbs botanicals on that or maybe your doctor will titrate your medication down. Uh, but, but also from the perspective of you should be getting your thyroid stimulating hormones taken more frequently if, if you are the person whose medications have been going up you know, a couple of times a year or even every year for five or six years. Every year it goes up. Whether you have those symptoms or not, you, it's, it's, it's an unstable situation. And you should probably get your TSHs done, particularly, um, well, in both, in both the medical and, and, and the functional medicine attack, you should be getting them done every three months. Now your doctors, you know, once they get your initial dose, usually it's like once a year. Well, that, that whole year, if your TSHs are going up, you're getting damage to your thyroid. Your thyroid is being, you know, there's, been, there's destruction occurring to your thyroid. So even if it's the medical approach, they're gonna, they're gonna raise your thyroid hormone quicker than not, and it's going to dampen the destruction for some period of time. So over a period of time, you would dampen your destruction by getting your meds properly uh, managed. But in, in my world, it's like, okay, this is like a, alarm city. This is like, okay, we can't just wait for six months for everything to come around. We need to go after that inflammation now. And, so, and it's kind of like a little bit more of, a, of, of a, an acute, like let's put out the fire thing here and then get to, uh, and then get to some of the organ systems and some of the other things that you want to get to, the blood sugars and the this and the that, that, that will help to dampen the immune responses, the infamous gut, the infamous leaky gut, the food sensitivities and those types of things. So there's, I, I would go at that one a lot heavier with probably certain types of nutrients and, and, and things that are anti-inflammatory and just whatever it is that the blood work and the assessment forms that we have people fill out. These are a couple of assessment forms that have like 240 questions on them. And it kind of gives us a really good idea of how to attack that. So, so instability um, of the thyroid is a real important thing for you to even be aware of. It's an important thing for you to know. If you're talking to your medical doctor, they probably would embrace this if you shared it with them and said, you know, my, my TSHs keep going up. And you know, my understanding is it's destruction to the thyroid. Could we check it um, every three months instead of every year? And they would probably be on board with that, unless I miss my guess. And, and, and then your functional medicine practitioners if they are not aware of it, you should have them become aware of it. And I think they would be okay with that too because it might, these are not easy things to manage. It might, it might help a little bit in their world to, to, to manage your thyroid better, not just now, but into the future. And so I, I, people have unstable TSHs over a period of years, five, six years by the time they come in here. I'm gonna have them doing their TSHs every six weeks when we start. Then it's gonna be every three months. 
And then it's probably going to be no longer than six months until I am one certain dude that the destruction has been put into remission. So, yep. So that's, um, is your thyroid stable? Do you have stable Hashimoto's or do you not have stable Hashimoto's? So I know that wasn't the title of this, but that's the meat of the subject there. So, okay. So, and we'll be back with one on, um, on uh, uh, the aggressiveness of the instability probably at some point in the future. Thank you for joining us for another episode of What is Hashimoto's? To find out more on any of our topics or for information on scheduling a consultation with Dr. Rutherford, please visit us at whatishashimoto's.com.